Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug, and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. So welcome. This is not a usual 10 minutes with episode. We're actually doing a special edition of the show this week. Um, Kate is in the office, so she wasn't able to join us today. And wasn't able to see my new, uh, my Bud Ice sign that I've been hyping for the last several weeks. I finally got it in the mail. It's much larger than I thought it was going to be, but that's the more obnoxious, the better. So joining me today is Evan Kirkham. He's the CEO of the ColorCast app. We've actually started working with them in in the last couple of weeks. So we we decided to bring Evan on to talk about the ColorCast app, what it is and uh, what it's doing. So Evan, welcome to the show. Totally. Thanks for having me on, DJ. So let's let's get right back in, into it. We've, we've seen your ads kind of popping up on our Instagram feed. We followed each other back, started a discussion. So what exactly is ColorCast? Yeah, so um, the easiest way to describe it is that it is a second layer real-time audio app. Uh, we like to describe ourselves a number of different ways like Twitch for TV or Clubhouse with Context or... Um, I don't know, just like almost real-time podcasting. You know, it's the the, the premise is pretty simple, uh, and, I'll, and I'll describe it to you from from kind of the caster's perspective. Uh, if you are watching the Cowboys game, like I was when this ideated, um, you're watching the Cowboys game, and you think, "Hey, like I've got a hot take about the Cowboys." Um, you can, you know, you're sitting on your couch, you find that same game that you're watching on, on your ColorCast app. Um, you turn down your TV so we're not getting some kind of weird echo, and you literally just start talking about the game. Uh, anyone in the world, um, or actually, I should qualify that for now. Anyone in the U.S. Uh, can can download your download the app, um, find you, and start listening to you. And the cool part is they can actually sync to your cast so that when you yell touchdown, uh, they're actually seeing the touchdown rather than like hearing it before or after there's just there are no spoilers on ColorCast. that's that's a an interesting point you bring up because one of the things that drives me nuts right now is i 
I, I cut the cord a few years ago and switched over to one of the online streaming, I'll say Hulu, I switched to Hulu Live. Secret, yep. One, one of the things that drives me absolutely insane is the Hulu feed is always about 30 seconds behind the people on cable. So I'll be watching mm. a soccer game. You know, my dad will be watching a soccer game on his local cable provider. And he'll text me like, wow, that was an incredible goal. And Great, you just blew it for me. Thanks a lot. Hey, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> how, what's what's really wild? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, so I, I was just gonna say, how how do you, I guess, compensate for that? You know, you've got these people with you know satellite yep. cable; they're always a few seconds behind. Streaming's thirty seconds behind, or whatever it is. How do you totally. compensate for that? Yeah, well, so I won't give all the secret sauce away, but I'll tell you this much, and and this is easy to see when you use the app. Um, there are a number of different approaches that that even our competitors uh, and, and some others have taken. Um, and we kind of see there being three different approaches. The first approach is what we call the Tunity approach, which is essentially, I'm gonna let my phone listen to, to my TV. You let your phone listen to, or sorry, the Shazam approach. I'll listen to my TV, your phone listens to your TV, they'll calculate the Delta. Cause yeah, that's an easy way to get in sync. Another way is same thing, except for you record your screen. Problem is these solutions are really expensive and frankly, kind of inaccurate. We, we had a breakthrough right off the bat where we said, wait, why are we listening to our TV or recording our screen when the reality is we all have a timestamp on our TV, which is the game clock. Mm -hmm. um, so, so we allow you to input your game clock, um, the, the listener inputs their game clock and uh, we'll adjust for the Delta. So that's the easiest way to do it. There's, there's all sorts of um, kind of backend complexity, which not quite at liberty to talk about, but yeah, that's that's the that's the theory. No, that's that's awesome that, that you take that into account because I know that's that's a huge problem right now with people that are just watching and texting and you know FaceTiming while they're on. It just drives me absolutely up the wall. But hey, absolutely. You know, that's you gotta adapt to technology. So yeah. you know, you you've you've come up with this app, you're 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 broadcasting, and when we talked on the phone, you mentioned that you know there's there's announcers out there that are you know, some are very good, some are say not so good so this is a great way to you know if you don't like the announcer and i'm not going to single out any names because we're still trying to get some of these people's guests on this show um, i will <laughs> so, so <laughs> i'm not saying anything so okay. um, but you know it, it, this is awesome I, I think this is really cool so you you said you were watching a game you came up with this app or you know this, this app concept I know a lot of us, myself included, have tried to assemble a team to to build an app. And you know, unless you have a bottomless pit of funds, which most of us don't, never gets off the ground, never gets past, you know, even storyboarding phase. So how how did you get this to come to life from an idea? Yeah, yeah, totally. This is, uh, well, the, the short answer is I have an awesome team and we were working on something totally different, literally in the payment space. Uh, before that we, that we were honestly just not passionate about and we were running into some problems with. Um, so the team was already assembled. So that, that was the good thing. The second we had the idea, it was like, all right, we, we have a team, we can build it, let's do it. Um, but, and this is maybe not exactly what you're asking for, but uh, let me take you back a little bit. So I, I'm a big proponent of just like openly sharing uh, my ideas. Like if you go look on um, my LinkedIn feed, there are, 60 plus just like random startup ideas. Some I think are cool. Some are like talking about like a kayak company or a modified trash bag. Like it's literally anything. But I came like a, long, a while ago, I decided, okay, I either come up with these ideas and then they just die on the vine in my head uh, or two weeks later when I don't have any buy-in 
um, or I can start openly sharing them uh, and maybe someone else goes and develop, develops it. And I sit back five years later, I'm like, hey, I thought about that. I wonder if they got that from me. Um, or maybe someone comes to me and says, hey, let's do that. And that's, and that's exactly, um, that's exactly what happened with Colorcast. So uh, I had kind of the aha moment. We can talk more about that if you want, but I had the aha moment. And that very next day, I actually just like banged out a post to, uh, on, on LinkedIn, Colorcast, like, you know, live audio in real time, you know, augmenting the, the, the um, bro native broadcasters, all of that. And I had a mutual connect reach out to me and say, take that post down right now. Let's get lunch. I want to talk to you about this. That turned into to a $60,000 check. Uh, and and then, you know, the rest is kind of history. We've been raising money from there and uh, building from there and growing our users. And yeah, so it was, it was really just started with like openly sharing the idea. Yeah, and that's, I think, where a lot of people screw up. Their, their concept. They're, they're ultra secretive because, you know, that was the, the Steve Jobs. That's the, we're hiding the iPhone from the world until it's time to unveil it. You know, J.J. Abrams with his movie scripts. And, yeah, fair. but, you know, the difference between Steve Jobs and, you know, the Steve Jobs era of Apple and J.J. Abrams is you've got a large sum of cash and a very strong legal team behind you to, to keep that quiet. And mm -hmm. chances are, you know, someone else has had that idea. Probably 10,000 people have had the idea. It's just mm -hmm. you know, getting the right people on the team, obviously a big deal. Getting the funding, which is also another big deal, which it sounds like you you happen to, to lock out on that part. Getting funding is such sure. a, can, can be a very, very difficult thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it's ongoing, it'll never end. Um, in my legal career, I worked with a lot of startups and like, and I'm experiencing this now. Yeah, the fundraising kind of, you know, um, hamster wheel continues and continues and continues. So um, not 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 out of that phase yet at all. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. So so you you've built this app. You have the team assembled. You've, you've got the funding. Those are you know three huge check marks out of the way. So you let's let's move on to the rollout. When when did this first rollout? Because I like I said, I've seen the ad pop up the last couple of weeks on our Instagram feed. So how long have you been out there? Let's see, we've been out there. So we launched at the end of November. There was a beta phase that was honestly kind of an extended beta. It was like six or seven weeks, or between six and eight weeks of beta before that. Uh, but yeah, we we officially launched at the end of November. To be quite honest, we didn't really start ramping up any go-to-market. Like you more than likely didn't see that ad until late January. Mm -hmm. um, so we're not too far into our go-to-market phase right now. Um, definitely ramping that up. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we're still we're still really new. Um, and and with that comes a lot of things. Like you know, I'm still like we're still feeling out uh, the market and where we fit in the market. Uh, we're still like you know, I had a guy reach out to me today and say, hey can I uh, color cast a WWE event? And to me, that wasn't even on my radar, but it's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, maybe one day I won't be that flexible, but for now it's, it's kind of fun to see where it's leading us is, you know, we have the platform, other people have the content. And so if you're like a content provider, just come to us and say, I want to do this. And chances are, we'll say, let's do it. <laughs> Music to my ears. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> we, we, it's, it's the same philosophy for us. It's like, you know, you yeah. look at the amount of content on the site. I think we, I forget the exact count, but I think we just broke 8,000 posts on the site and yeah. maybe, maybe 150 of them are ours. So it's like, 
yeah, we're, yeah. We're, you know it's like when you have that platform you know it, it's like i'm not the most creative person in the world but i can build a, a, a pretty good platform you know there's plenty of other people that are super creative that don't have the platform and you give them that place and, and they're just going to come yeah totally totally and that's what we're experiencing now too and, that, and that's really cool yeah i mean I, I definitely, uh, definitely appreciate what you guys are building too. It's real cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. So I want to talk about the Super Bowl. You know, that was probably your first major event that you, you've had since mm-hmm. you went live. You went in and advertised and hit, hit the ground running right away with, with Dexter McCluster, the former running back, I believe, NFL yep. running back. And he came in and, and provided commentary on that. I mean, you know, you're, you're checking all these boxes that people immediately fail on. And, and, you know, it's, it's like, you're, 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 you've made it to the hardest part and you've got a, you know, celebrity publicity. How did that arrangement happen? Yeah. Yeah. So with Dexter, that was actually an outbound recruit. Um, and, and the reason I went for Dexter is because not only is he a former uh, Kansas city chief pro bowler, but actually he's a former Ole Miss rebel. Uh, and I'm an Ole Miss grad too. So that wow. was like, Near and dear to my heart, he was like the first person that came to my mind. I'm like, this is great. My network will love it. Let's do it. Um, so that's sort of why why that happened. Um, but for our other casters, I mean, there, we've had a lot of really in, interesting um, interesting casters on. Like we had the rappers Bun B uh, in Vic Mensa. We had the first female NFL coach, Jen Welter. Um, former NFL coach, Hugh Jackson. Um, Robert that's Former running back, Robert Turbin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he we've got them. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, you have? No, nice. no, but I haven't, but I'm saying he, Robert hosts a podcast actually. Oh, oh, host a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yep. Exactly. Which is why we're like, Oh, this gotta be great. <laughs> he already is like comfortable talking all that. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so it's a combination of outbound and inbound. Um, I, I I'll tell you this much, most like 90% of our casters and don't quote me on that, but basically 90% of our casters are totally unpaid. Like they do it because they think it's awesome and, and, and they like find community in it and everything, which is fantastic. There are a few that are paid, um, like Vic Mensa. I mean, just come straight out. Like we paid him to get on. Um, now I'll tell you, and, and this is the reason I even bring it up. What's cool about building like a novel platform is that those A-listers will do it and come on to give it a try for a significantly less pro- uh, lower price than if you were to say, hey, like advertise for Sprite or something like that. Um, and I've talked to a lot of talent agents and I, and I won't tell you how much we ended up paying him, but I mean, it's like one one hundredth of what it should have been. And that's what's really fun about building this platform. It's like, we have a lot of buy-in that doesn't cost us money just because it's new and cool. And so that's how we're able to land some of these bigger names without breaking the bank or literally without even opening up the bank. No, that's, that's very interesting. It's, it's like, you know, you get the, the celebrity involvement, you have to assume dollars were involved in most cases. And, and it's like, you have to assume a lot of dollars are, but that's, that's very yeah. interesting that, that you say that. I mean, yeah. and too, also, I, I also think it's very funny that you, you targeted one after somebody from your, you know, your alma mater. And yeah. I, I, I basically, I did the same thing too. I, um, you know, we, we actually had on our show a couple of years ago, Bernard Pollard who played for the Chiefs, Ravens, Titans, um, oh, yeah. infin- you know, infin- infamously uh, tore Tom Brady's ACL uh, about oh, uh, that, years ago. I, I yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, we, we, him and I actually we went to Purdue together, same time, um, obviously cool. he did not know who I was. I obviously <laughs> knew who he was, he was on the football team and actually lived 
apparently live right down the hall from me. Um, or I guess in the dorm next door, rather. But it's like, yeah, you know, you get that comfort level of it's like, you know, let's start with somebody. We have that common platform of, of going to the same university together. I mean, that, that definitely, like, I, I absolutely hear where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So moving on to, you know, you, you've, you're in the two market phase, you're, you're, you're doing the advertising, you're, you're building up the publicity. Uh, you know, there's obviously going to be some growing pains and challenges. And one, one of the things I want to ask you about, too, is that it's a very popular topic right now with, with a lot of these platforms. I was just reading about it today with, with Clubhouse and uh, facing criticism over their moderation policy. There's, you know, there's been issues with, with racism and, and other, uh, you know, just off-color commentary, we'll say, happening on these platforms. I mean, you know, when you get big enough, eventually something like that's going to trickle down onto your platform. I mean, what what do you what steps do you, are you going to be taking or have you taken already to, you know, I, I guess you can't prevent it, but to to minimize that, to to discourage it, and and try to keep that off the platform. Yeah, I think we're a uh, good question, and it's something that we have actually thought a lot about. So, I'll start by saying I think we're in a position where we are less prone to have that happen on ColorCast because the the kind of content itself is directed at something specific, which is an NFL or an NBA game. Whereas a platform like Clubhouse or Facebook or Twitter is say whatever you want to say. And, and well, I should say, anyone can say whatever they want to say on ColorCast, but it's like, there's some sort of context. It's like, it'll be about the players or the coaches. It's not like someone's going to hop on ColorCast to organize a riot it's just not yeah. the right platform for that yeah. so, so we have a little bit of like built-in defense just based on like the market we're attacking um but but beyond that um we also have a report button that all of the listeners see so if the listener wants to report a caster they will and i'll tell you right now we have that integrated with slack so i will get a notification the moment someone reports something uh and then we can monitor it the stage we're at right now, we can pretty well check out most casts, even within our own team. I'm not saying I'm going to sit on there for all three hours of the cast, but like, you know, I know when people go live and I will regularly hop on and be like, what's this all about? So there's even some of that kind of just moderation. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's kind of how we're defending against it. I'll, I'll, I'll say this though, the point of color or one of the main points of color cast is really to say whatever you want to say. So like if someone gets on there and they just, you know, they're a little more like adult language or mature language or whatever, like that's okay. Sure. Um, if someone wants to report them, report them, that's fine. Honestly, I probably will not take that down. Uh, like we kind of, it's like, hey, be who you want to be. If someone was on there saying something like racist or anti-Semitic or something like that, um, that's something we would take down. So, I mean, I don't have the clearest line on it right now. And I think that's probably what everyone's struggling with, but it's sort of, what's the famous, um, the famous Supreme court line. It's sort of like, you just, you know I, know it, you, I know it when I see it kind of, I know yeah. when I see it. So, so we're, that's sort of the, that's sort of the philosophy we're taking right now, but I think we have some kind of functional, like actual features that, that prevent against it, like the report button. And then also we just don't seem that prone to it. And maybe I'll eat those words later, but like, it doesn't seem like the right place for that. Sure. And so. I mean, it's definitely when, you know, we, we open it up on, on our platform of, of topics. And unfortunately we, we did have one incident last year where we had to give somebody the immediate boot. Um, 
Actually, oh, wow. okay. yeah, not not over something they said on, that published on our site, but something that they posted, um, you know, in, in tweets. And they, uh, you know, they had mentioned in their profile that they work with us. And so I've got people tweeting mm-hmm. us like late at night, like, hey, is this the kind of guy you want representing your, your platform? And they're like, no, absolutely not. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like mm-hmm. we took swift action. We gave him the boot and, you know, knock on wood, you know, we, we survived our, our, our negative PR battle. Um, yeah. You know, that, that PR scare rather. And it's, it's, it's a little terrifying. And, you know, it, it kind of had that, there was a little bit of PTSD over the next kind of week where I'm just like, I got to look at every single post, every single post. And, and yeah, exactly. it's, like, it's like, I can't listen to every hour long podcast or 30 minute video or read every blog page. And it's just like, eventually it's like, you know, most people are, are good people at heart. They're not going to go and abuse a platform like that, but there will be people that unfortunately, you know, they like to push the limit. Sometimes they just push it a little too far. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And we would want to take swift action. That's yeah. That's, that's another thing that I didn't even get into, but yeah, like if anyone is representing that they're part of the platform, yeah, that's a totally di- like that's outside of app and that, and that that's actually significantly harder to police. So I, I, I feel you there. Yeah, it's just, it's not comforting. It's 10 o'clock at night and your Twitter account's blowing up with, hey, you What's see up? what this guy's doing? He says he works for you. I'm like, no, he does not work for us at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nice, yeah, I, yep, hear you. Yeah, but, you know, okay, so, uh, you know, moving on, where, where do you see you going with this platform over the next 12 months? Obviously, you talked about you know, the WWE stuff and other, other stuff. Oh, yeah. What, what, do you, what do you expect to see over the next 12 months? Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you what's coming up in the next six at least, uh, but yeah, sure. We'll do 12. So, um, uh, arbitrary number. <laughs> arbitrary, yeah. Somewhere between nine and 12. Um, okay. So March madness, huge. Um, we're going to be hitting that, um, NF, or, uh, NBA playoffs also big for us. Um, NHL coming up. Uh, I mean, it's already on, but like us getting more and more involved in it. Um, MLB, perfect for color cast um i mean radio radio calls of mlb and again that's not exactly what we're doing um are massive uh so we definitely want to get involved in that in july summer olympics um mm-hmm. nba playoffs nhl playoffs then we roll back around to football and that's where we started we crushed football um we have coverage on almost every single game and in mul- in, in most instances like multiple casters per game uh, so I cannot wait to get back to football because <laughs> actually I'm just personally interested in football too, but like um, it's really, really great for our platform. Um, so interested to, or really excited to get back there, but then e- even, even kind of sprinkled in between, like, you know, there's someone who wants to do uh, the bachelor. Uh, there was someone who, <laughs> wanted to do the, who wanted to do the presidential inauguration. Um, we've got people talking to us now about doing sort of like a yes, director's cut. Yeah, lots of spinoffs. And and actually, this what's funny is, and I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's like, I'm sort of the the dreamer on the team. Like, I, I'm the one who's like, oh my gosh, yes, we should have five casters on the presidential inauguration. And it's really been my team's job to like rein me in and be like, Evan, Evan, like sports, sports, sports. Uh, but but that, it's that's it's, another dangerous topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that would be, yeah, we would have been on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, but. Yeah. So they're, they're always trying to rein me in, but the interesting thing is like our thesis. So like we're very sports right now. And, and, and honestly, I think sports will always kind of be our bread and butter, Mm -hmm. but 
um, the thesis is significantly broader. Um, the thesis is anytime there's a shared visual, there's an opportunity for personalized audio. So if we're all looking at the same thing, whether that's on, whether that's sports or award shows or whatever, uh, we should be able to hear whatever we want. And I'm not saying like replace the commentator or whoever, um, maybe, but at the very least, like invite a friend onto your couch, your virtual couch to watch the TV with you. Um, or let's extend it beyond that to watch the parade with you. Like, what about a Macy's Day Parade? You could easily color cast that. Um, so th there's just, there's a thousand and one uh, applications. And honestly, part of what I have to do is like keep myself in check, <laughs> not to run after all of them. No, I just so. remember you mentioned the Macy's Day Parade and, and I just remember yeah. joked one of the late night shows I heard this year and they're saying how, uh, you know, the Macy's Day Parade, you know, there's no crowd. They're going to do it for one block. And it's like, does it really matter? Can't you just go and show one of the previous years Macy's Parade? No one's going to know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tuned into that for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> so now, I'm out uh, here for a little further west, and I, I don't think I actually, yes, I was awake, but no, I, I it's this <laughs> year I was not awake in time for that. Uh, totally. you know, and the other fun thing too is you know, you, you, you talk about domestically, but when you get into the international market, especially in soccer. And you've got mm -hmm. those people getting up at 6 a.m. Those hardcore people, like I used to be before I had kids, um, you know, those hardcore people that would get up at 5:30, 6 a.m. in the morning to watch soccer in you know half the world away, and it, it, you can see why NBC bid as much as they did to, to get the English Premier League in there because it's mm -hmm. like, what's your competition? You've got on Saturday morning, you've got infomercials, cartoons fishing shows, you know, the farm report, exactly. like you don't have any competition on, on Saturday morning. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they're, they're getting good audiences too, you know, considering the fact that it's like, okay, it's, you know, why would I care about Manchester city or Manchester United or, or, mm -hmm. you, know, mm -hmm. you know, a soccer team half the little way, but clearly people do. It's, it's really That's interesting. To see. Yeah. And, and we, we actually, to that point, and I don't know why I didn't mention it. We actually do populate um, the, I think the top five or six uh, soccer leagues on our platform right now. So like EPL champions, um, La Liga, a few others. Um, the, the truth of the matter is we just have not spent any time trying to recruit casters for that. Um, and I think maybe it stems from none of us being like too personally interested in the sport. Sure. Uh, and so it's just like kind of faded into the background, but I agree. I mean, that is a ginormous market and, um, and we should really be considering that a, a lot more closely. Yeah. I, I think I have, I have some friends I can put you in touch with that could, could help with put that. Put me in touch. Put <laughs> me in touch for real. <laughs> so, you know, you've mentioned notable events, notable, uh, you know, features. Do you have any, any surprise guests that you want to unveil here coming up or is that still a work in progress? Oh, shoot. Um, I mean, Still a work in progress. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's always, do that. <laughs> I always try to get, see if I can get some breaking news. I've, I've actually... Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll try to give you some more breaking news later. Like, we'll see I, where the questions yeah, go. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I... You know, we, we had Johnny Anderson, who's you know, been on Sports Center for 20 years now. And yep, he also yep. did the, the show Wipeout for a long time. And, and then word came out that they were bringing Wipeout back on TBS. And I got him to admit that he was not involved in the, uh, in the reboot of the show. Uh, which I, Whoa. yeah which which was not I don't think was publicly reported anywhere at that point but um 
I'm like, yep, breaking news. You heard it here first. So just fed it cool. right to TMZ. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was, you know, it was, both, it was exciting and both, you know, exciting and disappointing that one, it's like, Hey, we broke his story, but two, that he's not going to be on there because I think, you know, if you ever watched Wipeout, him and John Henson were very, very good together. They played off each yeah, other okay. very, very well. But anyway, so app is Colorcast. Where, uh, where can you find it? Where can we find the social media? Yeah, so all of the socials are at Colorcast app. You can find us on all of them. Um, you can find us in the app store. We're only in the Apple app store right now, um, which is there's, yeah. We will be on Android eventually. We are only on the Apple App Store right now. And you straight up just type in ColorCast uh, and, and we should pop up. So we've got, we've got a bunch of five-star reviews. So we are, we are at the top of that list, which I'm really happy about. I did see that so, actually. I, uh, I got in yeah. I'm, uh, I, I'm in there myself. So there you go. There's the app. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and um this is a joke I always make, so you don't have to laugh at it, but I do only know four of those five-star reviews. So <laughs> they're legit. <laughs> your mother, your aunt. Your... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I just, just at the beginning, we're like, does this work? Did like, how does this? Yeah. So <laughs> I think like our, our first 10 podcast subscribers were my dad, my brother, my, my sister-in-law. So yeah, it, everybody goes through that. It, it is. What's crazy. What's crazy too, is like, I joke that, yeah, like, you know, we're definitely growing and we're outgrowing like our personal networks and all of that. But I firmly believe that my personal network and not that I have like some super strong personal network, but like, I feel like, you know, all of our personal networks will continue to be important from now until IPO for real. Like, um, it's just crazy. The people that the kind of like inbound I get on LinkedIn now where it's like, Hey, there's someone that's in my network that I didn't really hadn't talked to it for a few years, but it turns out that they're doing something perfectly complementary to what we're doing right now. Or, or maybe they just have like a good idea about a feature or, or something. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, you cannot undervalue the personal network, no matter how for big sure. or small you are. For sure. So, yeah, so awesome. So Evan, thanks again for being on the show today. Um, you know, really excited to, to get started to work working with you guys. Um, I, you know, I think we, we can provide a ton of value to each other. Totally. Totally agreed. Can't wait. Awesome. So again, the app is, is Colorcast. Go download it, get in there, throw some commentary out there, but behave yourself within reason. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I've, been, I've been known to let a few F-bombs slip, but you know, since, again, since I've had children, those have, I've, yeah. I've been better. Just know your audience. That's all we ask. Know your audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's always funny though, too. Like my, my, uh, I have twin girls, they turned three, uh, a few weeks ago and one of my kids, we're still trying to figure this out was actually, um, you know, they're holding something and they dropped it and the kid looked down and goes, Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I don't know. What was your mom? <laughs> laugh or be horrified. I, I actually, I, I think it was my father-in-law who, who, uh, who taught uh, like breaking news well yeah both my wife and i you know we're, we in our youth we were more bad about swearing than we are today but we we tend to be pretty good around them and he, he's like you know he'll sit there and swear and then i'll be like oops guess what i did uh-huh yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna blame that one on him but it's that's uh, not, yeah <laughs> but yeah that's great great way to end the show today so um, hopefully Kate will be back next week. I don't know about that. She tends to disappear as we've all known. I think this is now the third show she's missed. 
months <laughs> in 2021. So uh, she's off to a roaring start. We are a month and a half in and she's missed three shows. So, hey, it is what it is. So check it out at stadiumscene.tv, at stadiumscene on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok, at stadium underscore scene on Instagram. And we'll see you next week with another uh, 10 minutes with...